You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Good morning. It's Monday, March 16th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, a 24-7 sports podcast dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined across Skype by Trey Scott. Trey, you know, at, when we convened on uh, for our Friday morning episode, there were still kind of a lot of questions out there about what steps the NCAA would take, what steps individual teams would take, what steps individual conferences would take, and we still got a lot of that out there. But we did get some answers to those questions on Friday, and we're going to get into those in a minute here. But we do just want to say off the top that Trey and I and Tani are working on some ideas for what we're going to do during this time where we do not have spring football practice. We do not have spring games. We do not have the normal rhythms of a college football offseason news cycle. Uh, we're going to, I mean, first and foremost, we're going to keep making episodes. We, in all candor, don't entirely know what those are going to be at this point, but Trey's got some good ideas, I know. Uh, so if you have any ideas of stuff you'd like to talk to us, like this is a great time to suggest stuff to us, which you can do on Twitter. You can find the College Football Daily's Twitter account. You can find me or Trey and just let us know what, you, what you'd like to see on the show. I was very struck by how much I was enjoying my favorite podcast, continuing to put stuff out over this weekend and being able to listen to those and have some sense of normalcy and escape from all of this uh, madness that's going on. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean like we, you know, we just to echo that, like we have a lot of time on our hands, right? Yeah. Like we have, and it feels like, you know, you kind of spend a certain amount of time at home and I don't know, maybe it's being inspired by watching the, you know, ESPN or CBS kind of throwing games in the vault. You kind of just start thinking about big picture things and players you might have forgotten about or things you really want to talk about. So that's kind of what I'm gearing about the last few days. I'm excited because uh, otherwise I don't know what we would talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine at some point dealing with this crisis will kind of recede into the background of our everyday lives. I don't know. Maybe that'll happen. I think. I hope that happens. And it, it just becomes a thing we don't aren't constantly thinking and talking about. I honestly don't know. Uh, un, I've never experienced anything like this. But I'm imagining that's how things will go. And there won't always be news about how the coronavirus is impacting the college sports schedule. But we do have some items along those lines to talk about today. Trey, why don't you get us started with uh, some stuff that we learned uh, on Friday? Yeah, so we recorded our last episode of last week on Thursday, and on and we, we wondered what would happen to recruiting. What would the NCAA do about it? Would it regulate it? Or, you know, as it had not done for the most part during college basketball conference tournament week, or would it be up to the coaches? Well, the NCAA on Friday regulated it made the call to suspend recruiting for all sports, both on and off campus, until at least April 15th. And 
that's obviously like it, it kind of grinds. You were wondering, well, okay, you don't have spring practice. Will you still see coaches or players make treks here or there? It's not going to happen. And there's going to be a really interesting ripple effect, I think, from this that we're going to be talking about come the early signing period in December. And I maybe I say that just to remind everybody that eventually we will have December and like we'll get out of all of this, but and we won't know like what what the effect is. You know, are players going to speed up their decision? Are they going to wait? What will more players sign in February? I don't know, but from reading our website, from reading 24/7 Sports this weekend, it kind of seems like this this lack of spring recruiting period has players just more ready to just shut things down and maybe and maybe announce their recruitment decision a little bit earlier. For instance, five-star running back Travion Henderson out of Hopewell, Virginia, told 24/7 Sports' Brian Doan that he had to postpone or cancel visits with North Carolina and Ohio State. And so he, quote, might be deciding earlier than the summer, which is when he wanted to decide. Well, a lot of schools in the mix, Clemson, Oklahoma, Virginia, Texas, Michigan. He's got a lot of lists. But, but like you would wonder here is Virginia Tech. Like they're close to Henderson. Like there's no daunting flight or airport journey that he'd have to make here. And he's already seen them. So you'd wonder for, for a local school like them, do they benefit from not benefit, but, you know, are they in a better situation here? And that's similarly another five-star running back. I thought this one was really interesting. Will Shipley, who lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, is he, he had plans to fly to Notre Dame. He had fl- plans to fly to Stanford. And both of those schools were very much in the mix battling Clemson and North Carolina for him. But he told 24-7 Sports' Steve Wiltfong about the coronavirus, quote, if it gets to a point where it's too much, I could see – my recruitment coming down here in the next few weeks. At this point, I want to get it over with, unquote. So, like, if you're a program that is closer to the player, maybe my hunch here is in this entire 2021 cycle, maybe we see less of a national recruiting approach by everybody. Mm. If if we do go a month at least, or months, without the benefit or the recruiting benefit of cross country travel uh, considering also Connor, your recruit, let's say your recruit in Nashville. Well, sure. You visited Vanderbilt. You've been to the campus 20 times. Uh, sure. You've been to university of Tennessee and you wanted to see Michigan this spring. You never got to see him because of the coronavirus. Mm. You're trying to make a decision. Well, yeah, I mean, you grew up going to Vanderbilt's campus. This might be easy. Hmm. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we see kids, being a little bit more conservative about going across the country uh, just because out of fear of not wanting to be too far from family during these weird and uncertain times. That's an interesting point. That's an interesting, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, we got some uh, more news late last week. Each of the FBS conferences announced that they were stepping in to postpone spring football practice, though there were differences across conferences as to how long they were suspending football activities and whether they'd taken up the decision to just go ahead and cancel their spring games entirely. On Sunday evening, though, the odds that we might soon see some uniformity in our spring practice plans went up considerably when the Centers for Disease Control issued a recommendation that all gatherings of 50 or more people be canceled for at least the next eight weeks. For those of you playing at home, that would put us at May 15th uh, before we could have gatherings of 50 or more people. Uh, Obviously, there are well over 50 people on a football team, 85 scholarship, a lot more walk-ons and coaching 
coaching positions on and off field. So like that's a that's a lot of people. I don't know. Maybe you can go ahead with some kind of practice or workouts where it's staggered as to who's participating at a given day. I don't. I don't know. Again, the uncharted territory issue here. Um, but um, we we do also. No, we did also find out that pro days have been canceled, that decision coming from the NFL, and we are still waiting to see what is going to happen with the NFL draft. Right now, the NFL is uh, maintaining a line of status quo. Things are going ahead as planned, but we are starting to see some casinos on the Strip, uh, which is in Las Vegas this year, the NFL draft, decide to go ahead and close down operations for the foreseeable future. So who knows, honestly, where we stand there. I spent five to ten minutes thinking about this 50-person or more limit. Yeah as it relates to spring football or summer. And I can't come up with a creative way to fix this that doesn't involve breaking the rules. Yeah. Like, even if you were like, okay, look, let's put the players in 15-person pods mm-hmm. and cycle them in and out of the weight room. Like, are, are you doing an entire weight room disinfectant right. before and after? Because if you're not, that's essentially you're throwing them all in the same time. And, like, yeah. do you throw... Do you throw the running backs and the linebackers on the field? And then one day you have the running backs with the quarterbacks. And then the next day you have the quarterbacks with the wide receivers. Like none of that, none of that works right for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, it seems unlikely. Um, but I'm not like, I'm, I'm, I refuse to entertain the idea for even just the people out there who need something to hold on to when they're listening to this podcast, like I am not going to Connor, like until this, because I'm not going to talk about delaying the college football season. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it for a few weeks until we see how this goes, but this doesn't, this, this, this eight week ban startled me a little bit. Yep. Yep. And it's, it's kind of ironic that, you know, one of the weird things about spring practice and fall practice is that neither of those practices actually start during uh, the month or, or they, the, during the season that they are purportedly tethered to. Uh, but if we did start on May 16th after this recommendation expires, we would actually be starting spring practices in the spring. Although... Is May the spring? Yeah, yeah June 21st is when spring If we end, start... Or, is yeah. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. If we start spring practice May 15th, 16th, I'll be thrilled. So. Yeah, probably pretty close to a best case scenario given what we know right now if we do end up being able to start having uh, football after that point in time though for what it's worth and again uh, I just to kind of give you a barometer of what other leagues are thinking uh, Adrian Wojnarowski did I get that right Trey the pronunciation yep, okay. yeah Woj. Um, Woj. yeah uh, he is hearing that NBA officials are kind of thinking mid to late June return to play, and that's with no fans. I think uh, and, and pulling off an NBA game is considerably more complicated than pulling off a college football practice, but just to kind of give you a gauge there of what some other leagues are thinking there. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about a refreshingly normal college football topic, big-name running backs in the transfer portal. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. 
For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. I was pleased to see some actual college football news over the weekend. We've got it here, Connor. You alluded to it. Big name running back hits the transfer portal. It's on the market now. So you already had several quality running backs available this offseason. Booby Whitlow from Auburn, Ricky Slade from Penn State. But Trey Sermon jumped all of them to become option number one when he announced his decision to leave Oklahoma. On Saturday, Sermon, it feels like he's been in Norman for nine years. It's just been three. Uh, the reason he would be coveted here, to be honest with you, it's because he's available. He's a graduate transfer, but he's also got skins on the wall in three years at OU. He ran for over 2000 yards and 22 touchdowns on 339 carries. He also is a good receiving threat out of the backfield. He kind of got past he, Like he had is like Trey Sermon had a weird OU career in that he was, always sort of like the face of the running back room, but never was actually the guy and started the last two seasons kind of us thinking he would be the guy. And then he never was the guy this year. It wasn't really his fault. He started three of the first four games and then tore his ACL and he's still recovering from that knee injury. So he wouldn't be available this spring if there was a spring, but he will certainly be good to go by the fall. And an obvious fit would probably be Ohio state. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, people are starting to connect the dots on this. It does not feel like the slam dunk that Justin Fields to Ohio State was, where you kind of knew that was going to happen before it even had to be announced. But the Buckeyes, you know that they lost J.K. Dobbins to the NFL draft. We have covered extensively on the College Football Daily that they are down to one healthy scholarship running back right now after that Achilles injury to Master Teague, who was supposed to be the next man up to replace Dobbins. So something to track here. It's maybe one of the most compelling football only storylines of the off season is Ohio state's quest to replace JK Dobbins. And Trey Sermon might be a pretty dang good candidate to be that guy. Man, that was every bit as refreshing as I was hoping it would be. I wonder, I wonder like if you could pick a date when our rundown will be exclusively stories like Trey Sermon into the transfer portal, no coronavirus. I don't even know how to begin to think about it, but I hope that day comes sooner than later. That's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, please express your support by leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And again, uh, leaving your recommendation of a weird off-the-wall topic that we could dive into is a, uh, the five-star the five rating and the review on Apple Podcasts is a great place to do that. For Trey Scott and our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you on Tuesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.